Well, hello everyone, and welcome to GG in the 561. I'm Pam Parker. Thanks for joining my podcast today. I appreciate you listening in. Let's talk. Let's talk about some birthdays. Let's talk about some phrases. You may or may not know where they started, how they started, how really old they are, words in general. Okay, uh, let's break it down. In my world, April and May are birthday months. My son was born, our son was born in April, and Gary's birthday is in May. So those are two months of birthdays. But did you know that William Shakespeare was also born in April on the 26th? William Shakespeare did not live a long life. He passed away in his 50s. But he was lucky to be alive at all because when he was born, uh, a pandemic, uh, a plague actually, was raging. And so he came into the world under less than ideal circumstances. And in his lifetime, there were other other plagues that, that hit London, or, or I mean, uh, uh, Great Britain in general. But he was born in 1564. So we're talking... Pandemic, plagues, all of that. Boy, you know, you just can't get away from it. And here we are in, in 2022. Same thing. But yeah, he did die at a fairly young age. He passed away also in April. And there is debate. Did he die on his birthday? But officially, no. It is the noted as the 23rd of April in 1616. So he was born in Stratford upon Avon. Now, in school, in college, I have always heard it very clearly spoken. Stratford-on-Avon. Clearly to Avon. But the proper pronunciation isn't that. It's Stratford-upon-Avon. That's where he was born and that is where he died. But he did a lot of his work in London. Now, why I bring him into it today to talk about his birthday in particular, wish him happy birthday very soon. But because he is so interesting, his family is interesting. As I say about podcasting, there's always a story to tell. There's so much back there, whether it's really interesting or not, depends on the listener, right? But William Shakespeare's father was a bit of a rogue. He he was not always in line with the monarchy. He was not always obeying the rules. I kind of like that back in the day. Not not that I'm a rule breaker. I'm not. I, I think I think you have to you have to be a part of society. You have to have a sense of propriety in life for sure. But what he did do because of the religious ups and downs through history of Great Britain, Catholicism to uh, to being a Protestant, back and forth during the different uh, different reigns of the different uh, different uh, monarchs, he did not attend church. A couple of reasons: he didn't want to. He did not want to take communion under the Protestant faith because supposedly he was Catholic and that privately, secretly is what he practiced. But also, if he went to church, he could 
have been arrested because he was accused of illegally dealing in wool. Now that sounds weird and, and, uh, and not paying taxes on it. But he was a, a, a renowned glove maker. So the wool came into play with making these, what were supposedly these wonderful gloves. So I like the fact that there is, there's, there's history back there behind William as he began to, as he grew into fame and still is. We still, we still count on him for entertainment. Gary's an English major. We're both writers. We write a lot. We're all about words. We have always been about words. The first thing that Gary and I ever saw together was Romeo and Juliet. How appropriate was that with Gary being an English major and really studying Shakespeare? But but what you don't learn in class when you're learning about the sonnet sonnets and the plays and the, the differences in what he wrote through all of the years. First of all, I was having a chat with someone recently about writing what you know, taking people you know, and twisting and turning them and bending them and shaping them until they are unrecognizable. They are no longer the person you know, except for the very core. They're really funny. They're very provocative. And you, you take it and you turn it all into fiction. Guess what? Shakespeare did that. If you do really solid history on him, that is exactly what he did. And through the years, um, he was wise also in money matters. And you don't think about that. These beautiful sonnets, the romanticism, uh, lots of death, lots of family issues through his work. But you don't think about him being practical when it came to money, but he was. He bought real estate. He invested his money. So at his death, he was able to leave his money, a, a significant about amount of money, to the people he left behind. So these are all things I find very fascinating about William Shakespeare, about his father being this he was a merchant. He he was a tradesman. He did uh, knew how to make money. He knew he had a, a fairly large family and living there uh, in Stratford. Shakespeare did much of his writing actually in London. Um, Stratford is is an, uh, was and is very small. Uh, at his time, there were I think. Uh, about 200 homes uh, there, and that's about it. But then, so when he moved to London, it opened up a whole new world to him. But what I want to tell you that you may not know about using words and thinking about Shakespeare in my own family, my family had a million little phrases, made up things, made up words for every occasion. Every family does, I think. They have certain little little phrases that that are used within the family. Some when you're in trouble, some when it, you're joking around, certain things are used. One thing I did not know, the vast wording invented by William Shakespeare. First time they were ever used through his work. Guess what? The word fashionable. Mm-hmm. 
It was first used in a play that I really, I don't know a lot about, to be honest with you. It's, the name of it is Troyes in Cressida. You may know more about that play than I do. But fashionable was first uttered in that particular play. The word gossip, mm-hmm. All's well that ends well. That's the first time the word gossip was used. So we have so much to thank him for in in wording and phrasing these incredible phrases. Some of the words are things that you don't necessarily use that often. Uh, premeditated. How about that? Who knew? Who knew? Uh, generous. Gloomy. Dislocate. Amazement. Baseless. Bloody. Courtship. Critic. All of these words. Thank you, William Shakespeare. Uh, there's the, the phrases that, that he brought. All that glitters isn't gold. All the world's a stage. And keep in mind how far back we're talking in history. Break the ice. I mean, I'm telling you, I didn't know any of this elbow room. Fancy free. If you just dig down into the phrases that we use today. So not only do we not only do we have all of his great work, but we have we can thank him for all of these great words and phrases. One of them that we use not exactly the way it was written by him. Method method to the madness, method to my madness, but what he wrote was method in his madness. Mm, that kind of makes sense. Naked truth, outrageous fortune. Too much of a good thing. Towering passion. Wearing one's heart on one's sleeve. I just find this incredibly fascinating. Some of Shakespeare is hard to understand. It's hard to sink into. Some of it's dark. The wording is difficult. But we have so much to thank him for. Someone to thank him during his birthday month. Romeo and Juliet is such a a tragedy all around, a family tragedy. How many things have been written since then that basically Romeo and Juliet, let's talk about West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet with dancing gangs, singing, (laughs) set in New York as opposed to Verona. If you get a chance, look up some of the phrases, some of the words that we can tip our hat, tip of the hat, T-O-T-H, to the bard, to William Shakespeare, who had a dad, John, that was a little bit of a scoundrel. See, everyone has a story to tell. 
even William Shakespeare, even though we have to dig it up, as it were, on him. So, happy birthday, Will. Thanks for being here. Please find us on All Things Cruise. That's where Gary rides. That's not where you'll find me. But you will find me on many platforms as well as uh, our website, uh, northpalmbeachlife.com. Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, many, many platforms. My books are on, speaking of books, uh, they won't they won't last, not like the bard, but they're out there just for fun. We all write because we want to. Not with anything else in mind, right? Well, some of us do. We're out there. I'm out there on Amazon with my books. I greatly appreciate you being here, celebrating birthday month around my house. And if you were over in Great Britain, you can visit the burial place of the bard, William Shakespeare, Stratford-up-on-Avon. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here at GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay with me.